Hello, just very quickly before you listen to our episode, this is Jenny. Thank you for listening to Two New Mums. Um, it turns out I was a little cursed this week. You'll hear all about my terrible week. Uh, but I think the curse has leaked a little bit into the podcast. So my audio isn't great. Sounds a bit like I'm in a tin can. It will never happen again. And if you're just joining us right now, it's never happened before. Something was afoot. So apologies for that, but thank you for bearing with. Uh, and enjoy the ep. Strap yourself in for this one. <laughs> No, okay. no. Let's see. No, this, no. Let's see. This is a therapy session. <laughs> oh, mate. Okay. Look, we. I think when things go tits up, we have to see the humour, and when things go tits up with a baby, it's it's catastrophically worse than ever before. So, I mean, do we start on the do we start on the birthday, or do you want to start on today? I just want to go through my day today, right? Because okay. we're recording this on a Friday. So this is the end of the week. Mm-hmm. And the, honestly, I've had the worst, the shittest week and it's been my birthday week. And I thought, right, do you know what would be lovely is go swimming with Bear. That'll be so nice. And this was your first... Um, uh, this was just our first dunk. Yeah. Dunk in the pool, just to get him used to kicking his little leggies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so... We get in the pool and I have the first, for the, honestly, this is the first moment this week where I've gone, oh, this is nice. So yeah. Bear's in the pool. He's really enjoying it. He's laughing. He's kicking his little legs. I'm just, you know, whooshing him round and stuff like that. It's quite empty, the pool. We timed it really well. And I really thought, gosh, this is really picking up. Okay. I feel so nervous because one or two things I feel are coming. <laughs> No, not that I know what you're thinking. Worse. Right. So then, um, just as I think, I'm going to just splash his, get some water and just tip it over his head because that's mm. good to get them, you know, used to it. Just as I do something that's significant in his life, um, the most almighty bang goes off at the swimming pool and the sauna's exploded. <laughs> what? Oh my god! I mean, that was an absolute curveball. No one saw that coming. So, so I rushed out, and the you know alarms are going off, and they're like, everyone evacuate. And I, so wait, when when so is there like debris flying or like what can you see? No, just a bang, and obviously bear jumps as I'm doing this you know pivotal pivotal thing in his life. So he's probably traumatized of water now. That's great. Um, so. We look and everyone goes silent and then the alarm goes and everyone's like, everyone out, evacuate, evacuate. And so y- you know what it's like having to dry yourself and a baby and change your rooms and stuff. But what, during an evacuation, that's really hard and stressful. And I just thought, oh, fuck it. I'm, I'm not allowed to have a nice time this week. Can this week just be over? And it, I've just been on edge since. So on. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I... Th- so my class that I've been going to, it's good and everything, but I've had to, I've cancelled it for now because the, because what I want to do is do it like every other week because the admin around right, it yeah. um, and the facilities are so bad that I just find right. it such a pain. I'll go every other week or I'll go on weeks when I've got plenty of time, but I've got a lot coming up. So I've cancelled. So I cannot, and that is when everything's calm and we've, each lesson we've had the loveliest time. I can't fault it apart mm. from... The changing facilities 
Um, but it's hard. Like I find it hard work. And we mentioned this last episode, you're starving afterwards. So when something explodes, oh my God. So how did you, what did you, did you have to get him out of his little shorts? And oh my God. And they're yeah. so tight. Yeah, I had to, yeah, all that. And like as I did, some guy's coming in with his daughter for, for a swim and he's like, what's happening? And I'm like, I ain't got time to explain. Like, And then he's like getting her ready to go back in and I had to turn to him and go, no, 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 you can't go in there. There's like a gas or something. So like, oh. you've got to come out. And um, yeah, it was just, it was very, very stressful. Um, and, and I'm glad you say that because the admin is hard. And this morning, getting my arse out of bed anyway after the week I've had and hormones and all that was really, really hard. When you feel down, getting up is really hard. But I got up, got him fed, did some porridge, with, did all that, got to the pool to then have five minutes in the... <laughs> just, you've, you've got to laugh at this point. Joke. You've got to laugh because you're getting to the point now of the shitty week where it can't... You know, we did an episode recently where we went, it's just bad hours now. You don't have bad days. You're having a bad week. And there is no yeah. two ways about it. So uh, you've got to think it just can't get any worse. Like the oh, at least the, surely the only way is up from here. Um, by the way, welcome. This is Tina Mums, and this is going to be a therapy session for Jenny. We've not even touched on <laughs> on the birthday. So okay, yeah. So a couple of days ago, we talked about this last episode. It was your birthday. You were going to go for a meal with Christian, and your mum and dad were going to have bear talk us through the day. Oh, where do I begin? That's just so much to um, debunk. Um, so I, I was really excited. I woke up birthday morning and Christian had been up with Bear and um, he'd like put some of my presents out and stuff like that. And I just thought, oh gosh, this is going to be so heavenly. Like first birthday as a mum, that's a real moment that's really special. And like, looking back on the year, like gosh, what I've done since I turned 33 to now turn 34. And um, the first thing I did was run to a card that said mummy on it because um, me, me and Christian are massive on cards. And I know you're the same, Amy, and you get the sentimental value of a card. For me, I don't, I don't even care about presents. Just love a card. And we always go big. We always do like a moon pig banger, like loads of pictures on there. And Christian's a writer for his profession. So he writes the most beautiful things. It's one of the reasons why like, I fell in love with him. He's so good with words. And it's such, and I'd literally been looking forward to this card since I found out I was pregnant. Mm. So he's written it obviously with his like left hand so it's all looks like a baby's written it and I, like i'm like oh this is really Aww. cute and i rip it open and it's it's just a store-bought card it's not even a card that i would really like it's a bit of an old lady card it's not really got anything sentimental on it and it just says to mummy love from bear he had like put his hand in like um finger paint and done like a handprint Oh. Um, but Amy, nothing, nothing that I envisioned, like, I just wanted after the year I've had, you know, you're the best mummy, you know, just a pat on the back like that. And he gives me that every day. Christian does. I'm not saying he doesn't. He's really great with that. But I just had built up this card. Well, this is and me thing. and my friends You've... always mm. say, like, on a birthday, you always cry. There's too much expectations on a birthday. I just, yep. it's stressful. This is why I've never really liked Christmas. And um, so I opened it and I was trying to be like, oh, okay. And so I thought, right, I'll open the one from Christian. And again, it was just like a store-bought banger. He'd written, you know, can't wait to marry you and stuff in there. But 
nothing like you're the best mum and I know that's probably because he tells me every day but again just in my head and we do this I'm just being so honest here yeah I'd really built up something (laughs) and it's not even on Christian as much as it's on myself Christian didn't in my head he dropped the ball but I can now see no he didn't he's a dad who's really busy working and just you know did did what he could and just didn't think but I couldn't hold it together (laughs) I just started crying and he was like oh no oh god Uh, and I just can't, it just came out. And, you know, as I started saying that, I started getting a bit more annoyed and started saying it more. And he was like, oh, I'm so sorry, love. I've really dropped a clangor here. I'm oh, so no. sorry. Oh, and he no. and then he felt awful and I felt awful. And so it just from there, because of my behaviour, completely escalated. Now, you'll know, Amy, I've spoken before when we did our first podcast, Two Non Blondes. <laughs> I, I, I tend to overreact in situations. We once had an argument, me and Christian, and I packed up everything in the house. Like I took things off the wall and everything. Hilarious. I mean, you're, you're a sulker and so am I because we're Scorpios. Mm. But I mean, you really, I, I'm going to let you carry on for the rest of the day and then we'll discuss. But well, did, yes, it, did then, it get better? No, because I couldn't shake it. And we'd had a whole day planned where we were going to just do some really lovely things. And I was going to take, bear to some nice places like I've just got bear a library card and I couldn't wait to just go take some books out with him and stuff like that but I couldn't shake it I just I'm not having a good week in my head anyway before any of this stuff is going on so that's Mm. just adding to it and I'm definitely just perpetuating more of it I think but um I couldn't shake it and yeah and then just things happen where like Ben never gets cranky and he wouldn't nap which he doesn't do and was really cranky Mm. and he wasn't into any of the food I made him that day. And I'd really tried to go big because it was my birthday. I'd try to like go big. I don't know why. And um, yeah. And so I just sort of, I went to my parents and saw them and had a bit of a moan to them. And then um, Bear eventually, you know, wouldn't want to go to bed, didn't want to go to bed. He always goes to bed, didn't want to go to bed. Um, it was just one of them. And then in the evening, we just had a drinking kind of regrouped and said we're going to do a do-over this weekend so you didn't go for the meals we didn't go for the meal sorry yeah i forgot all about that the whole point we didn't we didn't because i had to say that's why i went to my parents i had to say to them um no no we're not going to go out (laughs) it's just not jenny i I mean i couldn't couldn't do it i mean you were committed to the sulk i've got to say now look so here's the thing the card thing i totally get it and you know, I remember saying to Kenny early on in a relationship, luckily he was always good with cards. He'd either get a funny one or he'd write a sweet message. And I've said to him quite early on, your goal when it's our anniversary or birthday is to make me cry with your card and your message. Mm. And that might seem a little, he didn't have to, but luckily he is good at them. So he's always been pretty yeah. good on that. But here's the thing. So was Christian. If I, I suddenly had a year, I say it's my birthday tomorrow. If the card doesn't have anything either funny or cute or whatever. I, it just said to Amy, love Ben, I don't call him Ben. I, I would be, I would be gutted. Um, I would probably, <laughs> I mean, I can't believe you didn't open your gifts. I'd at least move on to the gifts to see if there was some redemption there. I mean, you went so hard on the sulk. Um, I couldn't, here's the thing. I, I, and I wanted to open the gifts, but I couldn't because I said to him, I just, at the moment, I, I I don't feel like I deserve them because I know I'm sulking and like I need to be grateful and happy and enjoy the moment. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I think nice. I think this is it with birthdays. Like the expectation becomes massive. I'm, I'm I feel lucky that now I'm turning forty, and not just that, but probably the last five years of birthdays, 
I've just started to really not give a shit. Like, just don't want to do anything. Yeah. And I'm not, and I'm really happy with it. And I don't expect anything. I don't want loads of cards. Um, and I'm, you know, I, I, it, your expectations lower because you get older and you just don't care. And like now Eden's here, like that's just the priority. And I think for Christian, because he's a bit older than you, isn't he as well? So maybe he's just thought, maybe he, he has just been like, you know, the handprint thing's cute. I'm not being like that, on defense, that but maybe it. he thought, well, I'm going to keep it simple because that's the message. Maybe. That's that's what he said. He got yeah. sidetracked with that because he was so excited well, to do that. And that is and thought, I get that's that. thoughtful. But I, I, I get you wanted those words and I, and I know what it means. I, I think if you're being probably honest with yourself, I think like you say, it's been a bad week. Your expectations mm. rise on your birthday and then mm. it's that little thing. It's triggered something and that's been the sort of downfall. And that's what happens, isn't it? And it can be a little yeah. thing, but you're right. Like birthdays do this and I think they're... Um, yeah, it's like even last night I went out for some drinks and because I've not planned anything for my 40th, but luckily Kenny has, which thank God, because I'm, we're just going, I know we're going away somewhere. But I said last night, uh, I was going to something and I invited a few friends for drinks and luckily I didn't put anything on it, but loads of people didn't yeah. turn up, you know, a few yeah. friends turned and loads. And, and if that had been my main thing, I would have been like, oh great, well that's crap. And that's the thing with birthdays is you have this kind of, oh, expectation versus reality. And, you know, it's your first one as a mum. I totally yeah. get it. I, you know, the, <laughs> the the sulking's extreme. But it's one of those that I think you've just got to... What I didn't realise is if you listen to our former podcast, Two Non-Blondes, your birthdays are cursed. And yeah. because last year it wasn't so much a sulk, was it? Didn't he lock the keys in the car? But I don't think it was more like it did just go tits up. Yeah, last last year, um, it was great because we went away. This was after my birthday, before my birthday, we went away and we got engaged. So that was, that was great. Uh, but the that was the kind of the do-over, I guess, because the, the initial one, <laughs> we went for dinner in town and I was um, heavily pregnant and um, he locked the keys in the car. So we were stood in the freezing cold waiting for AA and that was my actual birthday. And then the year before, which I think we also mentioned in Two Non-Blondes, is... We got stuck up a mountain because Christian knew a shortcut. <laughs> so we went up a mountain with our dog and we were stuck and the sun went down and that was her- that was very scary, actually. So yeah. I-, I always do the rule of three. So that's three birthdays. So surely next year's got to be a banger. Next year, you've just got to be like, let's not do anything. We'll sit on the sofa. D- no expectations. <laughs> like literally and just, you know, that's all you can do. But, yeah. oh, mate, when you were messaging me, I just felt sick for you because I know that feeling of, you know, men have a... It's not Christian. It's just men. I feel a bit sorry for him in some respects, but also I know how you felt and it's just that kind of clusterfuck of everything all at once. Yeah. Um, And yeah. you will, like you say, do a do-over this weekend, string it out, and you'll laugh mm. about it in a few days. Are you laughing about it yet? Are you at that stage or is it still we a bit raw? Laugh. Yeah, so what I did was the, the night of my birthday, because we weren't going out for dinner or anything, when I got bear down, I just got in bed and I thought, I'm just going to go to sleep. I need this day to be over. But it was only about like eight o'clock at night. And uh, Christian come up and he's like, oh, come on, we need to sort this. Let's let's at least have a nice night. Yeah. And um, uh, and then I was just being really in my feelings and I was just like, no, it's all ruined. And, like had it all out. And I was like, I'm so, I've ruined it. I've made it go on too long. And he was like, we'll do a do-over. And I was like, but that's not my actual birthday. And he looked at me and said, um, but I, I know you're sweetheart. And I know I know that your birthday can take upwards of two weeks. And then I looked at him and just laughed. You've got the right so, guy. Like he's, yeah. you know, look, no, the intent was not obviously 
for you to react like that. He might have dropped the ball in what you were expecting, but you'll make up for it he this was, weekend. Like, And he was so excited for me to see the handprints. Oh, and, Jenny, the handprints are really I, cute. That's real effort. That's effort. I know, I know, I know, I know. But it's and fine. The, but d- no, look, don't don't feel no. bad about it. Don't feel. I don't think this is just your birthday day. I think it's it's like you say, you've had a rough week, and it's just all yeah. it's all manifested in that. So just don't worry. Move move on. It's another day. You've had another day today. Which come on, you got to laugh at that. That's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Do you know how vital girl mates are though in this situation? Like you, Amy, you were amazing. Thank you for that. And I knew you would be, so I came straight to you. And then I've got a few other girl mates that I message every time when I'm in this way. And girlfriends are just the best because they will support and validate your feelings even when they know you're a little bit mental. Yeah. It's, it's so good. Like yep. you need this sisterhood around you. It's so important. Exactly. God, it must be hard work dating a Scorpio like us, honestly. <laughs> Kenny and Christian should get together and have a chat. Blimey. Um, oh, God. If they did one episode of this, Two New Dads, if they did one, they should. Uh, like, it would get the most listens. God, they should. Oh, mate. Well, look, let's hope on the up for the weekend. Don't have any expectations. Yeah. Just expect it all to go wrong and then it might be all right. <laughs> That's right. And then so it's yours tomorrow. So happy birthday for tomorrow. And it is a biggie for you. And you are leaving... Eden and did you say you did it Thursday night so how yes. was that? Yes yeah so this was interesting so basically this is this drinks thing I went to last night and so yeah I said I was leaving her with a friend just for a few hours but the location was like 40 minutes away so on Tuesday I suddenly you know after we recorded last episode on Tuesday I suddenly thought I just don't want to do it I don't want to do it I don't want to leave her I don't care enough about any drink I'm not this is stupid it was like my brother-in-law's art exhibition so I did want to support him but I was like no but I had invited a lot of my mates, but I just thought I'd just take Eden. And then I messaged my friend. I went, oh, I'm just feeling a bit anxious. Shall I nip, maybe if I nip round with Eden to sit with you. And she's got two girls who are like nine and 13. Um, right. And she was like, yeah, pop round. So I pop round. I plonked Eden in there. I mean, she loves being with them and the girls. And I said to her, I said to my mate, I'll just nip to Sainsbury's around the corner and get some bits. I just want to see how she is. Obviously, she couldn't care less. Didn't cry. Yes. She was having the loveliest time. So that was, so I had to do a tester. So I did that on Tuesday. So then it was so good because all of a sudden my anxiety lifted. And by Thursday, I was like, yeah, ready to leave her. So I took all the stuff. My day was like absolutely mapped by the hour. My friend was coming (laughs) to help out because he was coming with me to drinks. He was really late, which that could have flustered me. He was two hours late. That could have, you know, yeah. It could have flustered me, but I was like, no, no, this is going to be okay. Don't let the demons take over. Got to my mates, dropped her off. And, you know, it was a tricky time. So I dropped her off at like five and I probably wasn't going to be back till nine. Um, right. You know, and that's going down to bed. And I said, look, if she falls asleep, fine. But don't bother trying to get her to bed because I'll just deal with it when I get home. Anyway, I'm out of this drinks thing. And I felt great, actually, because I trust my mate. And I know she loves being with the girls. She's had two kids. She knows more be- more than me what to do. Anyway. Yeah. About 7.30, she sent me a picture. Or she sent me a couple of pictures before. And at 7.30, she sent me a picture. Eden just flat out asleep on her. And like, no, she never sleeps on... She sleeps on Kenny sometimes, but it's quite a battle. And she just got... I mean, bear in mind, my friend is a slight actual sleep therapist. Um, Handy. 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 Really handy. Um, And that was just amazing. And people have said this to me, like, she'll do that because she knows when it's you. She'll play up Mm -hmm. to you. Also, because I'm breastfeeding... 
like yeah. that makes them whatever she did wake up by about half eight and she she only slept for about an hour but that was fine and she said oh she's getting a little bit cranky but she would have wanted she wanted to just properly go to bed so yeah yeah picked her up just after nine um and yeah there were a few tears apparently but nothing nothing major so it was fine and it just made me feel so good because I just yeah. thought I can I've got a bit of freedom back I'm only doing it in little baby steps you know first of all it was leaving do you remember I was thinking back do you remember that time Kenny went for a walk with Eden and I cried on you yeah that was yeah. only a few months ago and I just thought I'm never ever going to be able to leave her even right now while I talk to you she's with my friend Paul in the lounge and I'm just like can you just watch Eden and I couldn't have done really? that you know and I don't want to mm-hmm. get too cocky um mm-hmm. but you realize that you just Kenny had a chat with me and was like when I had the anxiety on Tuesday and he said, listen, and it was a really good point. He went, you're going to have to leave her at some point. You can't, because yeah. I said, the thing is, like I said to you, I just worry about something really bad happening. And then I'm like, oh, I was at a drinks thing. And he was like, but you're going to feel that the rest of your life. You know, you're going to, yeah, she's a baby. I get that. But, you know, even when she's one, two, three, you're going to have to go to things without her. And things could yeah. happen. Things could happen when you're there, you know she could bang her head when you're there she could bang her head when she's with me it's gonna happen you're going to have to let go and I just it actually really helps because I was like you know what you're right because otherwise you're never gonna you're never gonna live a life but um yeah and it's good for her too it's it's 100% she loves other people yeah she loves being around other kids absolutely loves it she didn't cry when I'm left when I left which is great she's obviously not like needy um for me which is brilliant so Oh, yeah so it's a great. real relief so, and then tomorrow I'm leaving her uh, I don't know what I'm doing yet but I'm leaving her in the afternoon with her auntie and uncle and afternoon makes me feel a bit better um, yeah but I, I'm well saying that I'll be back about seven but yeah and then I'll get ready for bed and stuff but yeah it's um it's all a bit of a learning curve but that's so great though and and it shows you doesn't it it wasn't that long ago you felt that way and mm. I think maybe if someone's listening to this now and they're how how many how old were they when that happened? Maybe like two months, was it? She was like, yeah, yeah, about two months in, I think, something like that. And I couldn't be yeah. without her, yeah. And now you're coming up seven months. So that just shows you, doesn't it? So that'll be helpful, surely, for people listening because it really does feel heavy when you're in it. Like, this is never going to yeah. be easier. This oh, is, I'm I never d- going to... My yeah. life has changed as I know it. And yes, it has, but you don't have to lose everything. No. And I've got like, I'm doing a cover shift. I'm not going straight back into work, into the studio, because I do a lot of work from home at the moment. But I've got one, I'm covering a shift as a bit of a tester. Work has been really good. They're like, why don't you come in, see how you get on. And I'm oh. so excited about it because now I've got the yeah. confidence and I'm going to really enjoy that time. And, yeah, you know, it's just those little steps. So, um, yeah, if you are in that place, it does get better. And everyone told me that, but it's just, you can't see it until it happens, can yeah. you? It's so no. mad. No, there's um, no way of seeing it. And the other thing that's happened this week, because I've had, um, I've had my, I've had a brother-in-law coming to stay. So he's been in the spare room. So Kenny has been back in the bed and the marital <gasps> bed with us, which is... Um, Stop it. I know. Oh, Don't I... make this X-rated. This is a family function. No. Oh God, no. Far too tight. <laughs> yeah, if he even dared, I'll be like, no, not yet. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, we will. We have. Oh, no, I don't want to go into this. But, uh, <laughs> no, but um, so I was a bit like, oh, I don't know how this is going to go because the room's really become mine and Eden's haven. And, you know, I co-sleep a lot. I get her in the bed um, by the morning, in the middle of the night, whatever. I was like, is there even going to yeah. be room for him? But do you know what? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? It's so nice. 
And um, I actually was, I've already had to snore and wake me up, but it was really lovely. And I, I, I have, I'll be honest, you know, we'll have a little cuddle in the kitchen, but a cuddle in bed we've not done for ages because he'll get in some mornings, but he usually starts work quite early. And so yeah. it was just nice to have that cuddle. And then when Eden came in the bed, there was plenty of space. She just lied next to it. She basically like sort of slept in my arms a bit. There was plenty of room. Even the dog was in the bed. And it's just, um, it did make me realise it is quite, it's important actually. I think, you know, I said to him, even when my brother-in-law's gone, I think you should come in the bed more, just because it is just that sort of bond with him. You need to, it, it you could yeah. easily let that slip, I think. And, oh, yeah. um, you know, Eden is my priority. There's no two ways about it, but it's good that you have that time and mm. um, that connection without being cheesy. But it is true. You could oh, really, yeah. really let that slide. So it was just... Um, Nice. And just, I guess we'll just do a bit of both. You know, there's a spare room there for having a particularly bad night with Eden. But she seemed to sleep better. It was really annoying in that he was like, well, Eden seems to sleep really well. I'm like, oh, shut up. <laughs> Always the case. Oh, so annoying. Yeah. It is, she would have picked up on that energy, though, I think, as well. Because, yeah. you know, you, took, you learn a lot about oxytocin in pregnancy, don't you? Because you, it's really helpful for your birth and helpful for the baby afterwards but yeah. for a couple oxytocin is made from like that that kind of intimacy yeah and like more of that the better i think so yeah. that's great yeah so um if you are co-sleeping yeah yeah just uh give it maybe you know a couple of nights a week why not even if we're so tired all we can do is like put our hand out and hold each hold each other's hands yeah across the bed that's sweet. just that is like a, oh we've done another day go us I was thinking about something the other day as well. So this week I got mine I got a playpen. Um I think I'd mentioned I'd ordered one. I won't in, go into the details. I ordered one that was not quite right and I've got to send it back and they're making me print the bloody re- returns thing. I don't no, have a printer. No one that, has a printer. I know. I swear they do it so you don't return it and it's also a massive bulky order and you've got to arrange the return yourself. Are you drunk? Is it 1995? Fuming. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, I ordered... I <laughs> feel like saying, I have a child. Yeah. I can't do this. You know this is going to take me a day at least. <laughs> um, I'm so annoyed. But the problem was I bought one. Don't make the mistake. I bought the whole bells and whistles. I've been looking at so many. I just went, I'll sod it. And got, a, and I realized I don't need half the stuff in it. And it's not even bloody foldable. And that's why I don't want it. So oh, that's going back. Yeah. And I've just ordered yeah. another, which was cheaper. And it's foldable. And it came straight out the box, folded out. And it folds back in. Brilliant. So get a bloody foldable. But um, no, it's, it is perfect, but it just made me laugh because I remember, I don't know about you, Jenny, there's certain things that make made you think, do I want to have a baby? And I remember going around friends' houses after they'd had a child and been like sad, like deeply sad within <laughs> that their house had become a soft play area. And I yeah. remember thinking, I just don't want that for my home. Like, I just love my house. I love my stuff in it. I don't want all this crap. And I look round at my house now and it is an it is like a crash. Um, <laughs> and you're so happy about it because you're like, well, that jumperoo yeah. gives me 20 minutes to do some emails and clean the kitchen. That playpen stops a smack in her head. And it's just mm-hmm. bizarre, isn't it? How I just thought it was interesting to think about the things that you thought would, you know, a bit like going, like you said, going to soft play and you suddenly love it. And it's so yeah. weird, the things that put me off having kids genuinely for quite some time. 
are the things that I, one, either don't care about or actually enjoy. Yeah, it's so true. We've got this big bag now full of toys and I just scoop everything in there at the end of the day. And I look at it at the end of the day and think, oh, they're all his toys. Yeah. And and it's fun because we've written, bear, but it says Bear's Necessities on it, which I find oh. fun. Um, but for me, that is um, that is baby parties. I always thought, no, not for me. I'm not the most sociable person anyway. I like to be drunk if I'm in a social situation. Um, I like loud music and preferably, you know, rock. But now, honestly, put me with a nice glass of orange juice, um, cocoa melon on the telly and a load of kids dancing around. And I love it. I love the parent chat. I love seeing the kids interact. It's heaven. It's just so great. Now I get why people want to be teachers. Like, kids are great. Yeah. They really are brilliant. I know. It's the, the changes are so weird. And I kind of wish someone had... Maybe I never vocalised it with anyone because they are quite superficial and shallow reasons for not wanting a child. Um, <laughs> I but had I known... But honestly, like, you know, had I known what they bring versus, you know, those sort of dance and that they wouldn't bother me. Yeah, it maybe I would have had kids sooner. But, you know, who knows? Who knows? Um I thought it was really interesting. I didn't touch on this last episode, but um, Jennifer Aniston talking about her infertility, which broke my heart a little bit, actually. Um, And the only reason I wanted to mention it is just because I thought it was really, you know, she didn't have to share that. But I know there's a lot of women. I saw a really good Instagram post saying the reason Jennifer Aniston's post, if you missed it, by the way, basically, you know, the, the amount of her life when people were speculating about her being pregnant and Brad Pitt leaving her so he could have kids because she didn't want to have kids. My God. And it turns out she yeah. was trying to have children. I don't know from she didn't specify from which age she did actually say it was from when she was a bit older. So I would mm. gather probably in her 40s. Um, mm. But uh, basically she tried IVF and it failed. And she said, I wish someone had told me to freeze my eggs. And... Yeah. The reason it's quite interesting is because she's got all the money in the world and all the privilege and all, you know, access to the best treatment and it still didn't happen for her. And um, I actually think in a strange way that will help a lot of people going through infertility to know that, well, it, you know, you can't just buy it. Because you do hear a lot of, like this Instagram post said, the reason it's so important is because it's not a story of, oh, she's had a baby at 50 and she had twins at 48. Because you hear all about those stories all the time, which I do think gives you a lot of hope. But they are often the exception to the rule. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like yeah. I'm turning 40 tomorrow and I'm well aware that if I was to ha- am to have another child, and which uh, right now, absolutely n- no, but I know in a couple of years I might go, oh, actually, yeah, now I'm, I could do this all over again and it might be too late for me, you know. And it is, mm. it's not to put pressure on women because there's enough, but it is quite, I thought it was just great that she actually was honest about it and highlighted it. And I just felt, I felt gutted for her. Yeah. And I think it's like you say, it's not putting pressure on. It's just kind of awareness. Awareness. You're right. It's awareness. And, And also, you know, if you're like undecided, the whole egg freezing, it's like, you're not trying for a baby. You're just doing something that could help you in the future. Um, well this is it and obviously we all know my story and that um, I didn't know if I'd ever get to this point with Eden and you know I first fell pregnant when I was 36 and my successful pregnancy was 38 which actually it was only a couple of years later but I wasn't I felt like I was in that panic zone 100% Mm. Um, and 
you know, for a lot of people, it doesn't happen. And it, or it costs a lot of money to keep trying IVF. And I think, you know, I know two girls at the moment who are, they're actually friends of friends, but I do, I've met them. And they are both, because they've not found the right guy, and they're in their late 30s, one's 38, one's 40. And one of them's just had a baby from a sperm donor. She's just done it on her own. And the other one um, is in the process at the moment. And I just think that's amazing that you have yeah. that option and you can do yeah. that. And I think it's becoming more common because it, it, you know, the last thing you want to do is have a baby with someone you don't like that much or you're a little bit lukewarm about because they're going to be in your life forever. So if you don't have that option to just make it all yours, you know, that's, mm. I don't know, a lot of people I'm sure will have, opinions on that maybe it's controversial to some people but I know the the sort of gut wrench wrenching pull of wanting to have a baby which is what I had mm-hmm. and um yeah I just think it's amazing that these you know maybe we should try and get one of them on actually because I think it's I think there's a lot of women who are getting to you know late 30s and maybe they're thinking well I want to do it or do I freeze my eggs yeah. it's going to become a lot more common I think especially with you know, women focusing on the careers and, and also just not meeting the right guy that you want to do it with. Yeah. I, I, and I think uh, I've got a few friends that were cautious to, with their partners, go down the IVF route or um, if they're on their own to look at those options because they kind of think, well, am I just like leaning into this idea that maybe I won't be able to naturally have kids? And I, I get that. I know ultimately you would like to not have to do any of that Mm. but there's no harm in just getting that ball rolling whilst you're you know the the rest of your life is still happening yeah and i think that's great that um jen has put that out there because um jenna yeah just have create a bit of a plan i think Uh, and also it's a great fuck you to the people that speculated about her yeah gosh why has she not had kids like that just shut up you almost feel like i wish she'd said it at the time because that might have shut everyone up but then she must have thought why should i this is painful enough Mm -hmm. as it is but christ never thought i'd feel you never but that's the thing you never think you feel sorry for jennifer aniston but she could she has everything in the world but she doesn't have that and that's um you know that i feel for her yeah well look um i know we said by the way we were having an expert um uh to talk about phonics we've just postponed that because of all the birthday stuff going on um jenny's redoing a birthday so we'll hear more about that i've got mine tomorrow but look let's turn the week around and by next episode you should be good um thank you and you have the best birthday amy happy birthday big four Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.